0: Alright, we are back. What's your record? Episode 11. That was a little premature, Jake. There, let him do the sip.
1: Could be colder. Delicious. Go ahead, you're doing great.
0: Alright, well, <laughs> this week uh, we got Jake, Grady, and me, Tyler, in the studio, but we have a very special guest. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kraman, uh, Velvet Elvis, a.k.a. James. Oh my
1: god. Oh my god, he's here. Is that
0: right? Velvet Elvis, right? That was one of the...
1: the yeah, James, one of the monikers. James, James Flames. James Flames. James Flames. the all right. All right. The time. When you James listen Flames.
2: to your own music, intro introing you, does it feel like you're introducing like made yourself?
3: Like you Yeah. Honestly, that piece is so old, it feels like it was another person <laughs> that made it. That is a, a relic, for sure. It goes back to it's 2011. past self. 11? Yeah, that's Coming off the first future. thing like ever, yeah. I think. Well, I've been born and died many times. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was the thing I had in my iTunes that was uh, the most easily it accessible sounds like, at the it time. Sounds, no, it <laughs> sounds like
3: but it sounds like a podcast intro to me. Yeah,
0: uh, it, I, I it works. I see it. We we dig it, and we hope uh, the listeners out there dig it as well. I
3: hope you dig it too. And without uh,
1: without stealing James's thunder, because we are very happy to have him not only just be here, but be the very first special yes. guest That's oh yeah really? on episode 11 we made it past 10 yeah now that we cracked they the said double we digits, couldn't do it it's so only fitting it's all say, gravy from this point out today there great. is really another like, special guest in the studio it's all
2: gravy from here on out meaning it's just me you guys I'd are like done. to
1: introduce you to country jake <laughs> country Drake here to talk about country and <laughs> folk. Yes. Follow oh, along thanks.
0: on the Instagram to see the visual accompaniment to that. Thank you. So that character. I don't have Instagram. We
1: didn't.
2: We didn't decide on this theme until after <laughs> the last episode. So oh, yeah, the did. listeners don't know that this is a country. Do they not? Folk. Oh, that's week. true. We have not. Surprise! We haven't announced even that. announced that yet.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
0: it is. Uh, it's book. our. It's our country week or country slash folk week.
3: Yeah, and that distinction will prove to be very important yeah. later yes. on.
1: Yes, that, it will. We'll, so get, we'll keep get that
3: in mind yeah
0: but yeah so uh let's let's get it going because we got four picks this week we got four complete albums to go over and uh yeah some people call that
1: a prairie dozen
0: we're gonna try and fit it all in might take a break in the middle maybe but we'll see how we feel uh jake you're up first i think
1: uh, I believe, Mr. James, James Flames. Oh, right, Man okay, so hour.
0: normally the order would have been Jake, but we're gonna give James uh, the first slot since he's our guest. I have
3: Gentleman's Greens. On All right. <laughs> <that>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Gentleman's Greens.
0: So what did you uh,
3: what'd you pick, James? So I guess, yeah, I'll just start on my pick. Um, it's uh album by the Everly Brothers called Songs Are... Is it Father or Daddy? Daddy. 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 No, it's, are... it's, oh, it's
1: Daddy. It's our, Daddy. Our paw.
3: Um... <laughs> Yeah, which is a pretty unusual record in their catalog. Uh, If people know the Everly Brothers, they would probably know them as being sort of one of the first batch of, like, rock and roll acts to come out in the 50s. Big songs, Wake Up Little Susie, Bye Bye Love, All I Have to Do is Dream, Kathy's Clown. Uh, there's more hits I'm forgetting. I'm sure th- um,
2: they're one of those bands that, like, I probably heard a lot of their songs here yeah, and there, but, absolutely. like, I wouldn't know it unless you told me absolutely. that's um, that song. Yeah. And I mean, I as the name
3: suggests, hits. they're brothers, uh... I'm spacing on the names. Dale and... Phil and Don. Phil and Don, there we go. That may um, look like a Phil and a Don and on the, the cover. And I'd say the main attraction with most brother acts is the sort of fraternal harmony singing, which I think is really beautiful. Oh, but, yeah. And all their stuff, but I think this record highlights it really well because as the name sort of suggests, uh, songs are Daddy Taught Us. They're, so they're doing sort of older songs. A lot of them are traditional songs that don't have any credits to anyone. A lot of them also do have credits. I think they're just older country songs. And the record is very unique. I think it's 1958. Yep. So they're at the peak of, like, this sort of commercial whatever success that you could have at the time, and then they do this record that really is not commercial at all. Uh, It's just the two of them singing guitar and a little bit of upright bass. Um, It's really sparse. It's really beautiful. Um, And I think that if I was to say one thing about it that I like the most is it really takes you to sort of another place and another time, and it's very peaceful, and you can just... Imagine their childhood growing up with their dad sitting on the porch. Uh, I think they're from Tennessee. Um, and, you know, just listening to songs, telling stories. You know. really makes And you think chewing his
1: Red Man Chewing Tobacco, which is one of our new <laughs> sponsors Man. today. Yes. Red Man. Red oh, Man. Is it thank racist? Thank God we got that. Yep, I got Red Man. Can I put my Red Man in my Crosley? Uh, I would not. It would probably gunk up the gears or the belt in <laughs> your Crosley. I <laughs> would <laughs> not the put the Red Man They'll in the Crosley, gears. but Red Man. It spins, it's it racist. spins, but it doesn't chew. Yeah, right. You don't really right. gunk the gears. Issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, what really <laughs> so, gunks your gears?
1: Red Man. Um, um, am I so, supposed to pick a song? Yeah. So which, yes. uh, let's that? let's play a little clip from. Uh, that, well, since then. it is
3: a so- uh, album named for their daddy, I will have them play a song that is not written about their daddy, but is about daddy. That silver-haired daddy of mine. Silver-haired daddy of mine. All right. Uh, maybe jump like thirty oh seconds into it or something. I don't know when the chorus comes, but
0: okay. You want to start it from thirty? Yeah.
3: All right. Let's do that. Let's get that little bit of
0: phrasing. Oh yeah. All right. So let me cue this up to thirty seconds. He's so a pro, this is folks. that silver-haired daddy of mine, not daddy. daddy oh mine, sweet as you might daddy expect. Daddy, oh mine. <laughs> from uh, sweet child, o
1: mine. oh mine. we'll but, talk uh, about the Guns N' Roses connection. Yeah. In just a minute.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: What? Yes, Grady. Jake? Of course, Jake
0: is going to talk about
1: <laughs> that. All right, let's play it. Okay, so Country this Jim. is
0: Sweet Daddy of Mine from 30 Seconds In.
1: No, it's not. Isn't that Silver Haired Daddy of Mine? Oh, sorry. See, I Sweet, fu- <laughs> I see you now up. you
0: really got me, Jake. <laughs> Damn it, Jake. Just play this. Song, okay, please. Silver Haired Daddy of Mine, 30 Seconds In. Daddy
1: of
4: Mine.
3: If I could recall.
1: Just to to clarify, this is before the term "daddy" was super sexualized, right? It's not what they're well,
3: at least in the public no discourse. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm
1: sure that uh, that's older than really gives any it a
3: whole us. new meaning, huh? Yeah. yeah. If you
2: look at it that way, which is the way that I have been looking at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of yes. course, silver-haired <laughs> zaddy. It. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think we all have to look at it. from I'm that pretty lens. sure I've seen that guy on Grindr. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> silver-haired <laughs> <laughs> daddy. <again>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: one oh. calls to mind an Anderson Cooper or that Roger Sterling type Ooh.
0: yeah <laughs> that underscore silver underscore hair it, just
2: kidding um, no I actually this is what I think my favorite song on this album though I like I like this one a lot that's
3: my favorite there's others that I like um, and I, I think that with this album and I think with choosing stuff in this niche uh, country folk is really not an LP driven genre at all yeah. and I think to sit down through this whole thing is kind of a lot and a lot of the songs are even on you yeah, know they're some of them crack in the four-minute mark. I
2: was gonna yeah. say the, um, the one
3: thing that I like didn't really
2: enjoy about this is that it's it's very long, it's a long and all record, the songs yeah. are kind of just the same idea. Yeah. You know, like there's there's slight differences, but pretty much just same guitar voice. and the two singers doing yeah. their harmonies, and they're all like similar folk country songs. So like after, yeah, when
3: you're hitting like the 35-minute mark, I'm like
1: it blends. All right, all right, it starts all to right. Run. And yeah. I uh, <laughs>
3: I almost reneged and went in a different direction picked, to pick something a little more exciting, but i don't know i just think it's a pretty record and no, i like yeah i, I like it a lot um I, I like their harmonies a lot
2: they have, their voices are kind of weird like they're not exactly what i expected you know they have sort of an interesting timbre to their voices. It's a little breathy yeah. a little
3: breathy a little bit like nasally which almost, I, I would also say is unique to this recording because if you yeah, listen to the rock the rock, rock stuff mm-hmm. uh it's a little more driving Yeah, so it's like,
0: Uh, imagine like, you know, rock and roll singer that's stripping down and doing like a more simplified version, and how would their voice sound, you know, I mean, it's kind of, this is how i expect a voice to sound if like, this isn't their normal singing style on record, you know?
2: Well, they have the type of harmonies where they're so in sync, and like perfectly on key and stuff, where you don't even notice they're doing harmonies unless you actually
1: listen to like what they're doing. What was your turn
0: for that, James?
1: The fraternal? fraternal harmony it's, that, yeah, the yeah, it's, yeah. The it's like thing. the creepy thing like when you and Grady sing together yeah and, and, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you guys would have it, my dad angelic. and his
3: brother have it I almost went with the Leuven brothers for my oh, pick yeah, instead yeah. And they're, they're probably the best, that's probably the best fraternal yeah. harmony singing of all time yeah. Uh, yeah there's a lot of good examples but yeah so they're just very in sync if you didn't know better you might even just yeah. believe that it was an overdub Uh, Classic brothers of Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, so okay, so I want to talk about a couple a couple things related to family on this one. So
1: well, familia.
0: So first of all, there's a thematic thing in country that I've noticed that a lot of it is based around family. It's like even artist names like brothers or the such and such family family band uh, family band like cousin, yeah, cousin. Yeah, it's, oh, country it's, it's very, is family
3: and heartbreak i'm gonna yeah, sing very, a song about my daddy's old bible <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's funny because
0: this record the heartbreak. subject matter of the lyrics and what they're talking about it's pretty family centric i mean it's very it's very focused almost every song is focused around like a family theme,
1: what or about like the old lady in the rocking chair? Yeah. I like shoes to, and my uh, baby on the train, and yep. but oh, also yeah, I mean baby like shoes the song is so the, sort of song, baby uh, the songs. I mean, they're songs that they remember hearing with their dad, right? Because their dad was a also he was played. a DJ. Oh, also, awesome. he that. had a hillbilly radio okay, show, so these are go. songs oh. that, that he used to play, and he would bring the kids in, and they started performing on his radio show when they were little boys. But these are like the the hillbilly. Country traditional songs, and that's their term. He had a hillbilly radio show. Nice. Uh, not that's not of Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so His that, name was Billy, and he yeah, lived there, in the hills. Yeah. So. Country Jake does not did discriminate. He, did he moonshine? Uh, I, I don't know that. <laughs> Certainly Let's not possible. get too stereotypical here. No, but he did a whiskey man red if man. From Tennessee. Yeah, red man tobacco.
3: I uh, There's a, uh, if for those interested, there is a uh, bit on YouTube from the Johnny Cash TV show of the Everly Brothers and their dad. Oh, nice. um, and they do the Silver
1: Haired Daddy. Mm. They, nice. I think they hosted his TV show when he wanted the summer off. Ah. So okay. they, were, he, they were the summer host stand-ins. Um, got a uh, summer hmm. replacement show. Yeah, so if I may chime in on a couple ahead, interesting cheap. things. So the first thing I thought, um, can definitely see, because this album's like, what, 58, and they had one record before this, um, you can definitely see a lot of the vocal influences on the bands that started in the 60s. Like, I definitely thought of Simon and Garfunkel. Um, the Beatles said that they ripped off the vocal melody for Please Please Me from one of their songs. Hmm. Um, and who, and the Beach Boys, too, like vocal harmony-wise. There's a lot of yeah. that. Yep. Um, and I would say
3: that relative to the Everly Brothers in general, but I don't know about this. I don't know if people heard this record at the time. No,
1: I would say it's kind of an outlier in their catalog yeah, because I went and yeah. looked, because like you were saying... The whole is not really LP-driven or whatever, and the one gripe that I did have with it is a lot of it starts to blend, that it's just, yeah, like, absolutely. the same chord progressions or whatever, like, in different keys or whatever. It's a lot of the... Um, what it was the term that you used or whatever? The Piedmont-style blues or whatever, where you're picking the bass note with your thumb mm-hmm. or whatever, so switching between, yeah. like, picking open just strings and the, the bass one, five. note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of that. Because um, then I went and checked out... They regularly, every few albums would do country cover albums like the Everly Brothers oh, do country wow, hits hear those. yeah so they like they've covered Johnny Cash and Hank Williams and stuff but but those ones they do like a full band with like yeah. a fiddle player and a drummer and stuff like that and I kind of liked those more um you know without getting obvious the only comparison I have is like the one good thing I said is like their vocals are insane like they're beautiful uh, they're beautiful beautiful singers beautiful. Um, and I really think they hit the nail on the head in one of the big things with Country music that we will have to define later for everybody's <laughs> we'll benefit. have to. Have to, by law, mm-hmm. Country Jake says. I may or may not um, call Tyler out for picking. By martial a, a, law. A we'll country get there. We'll get, we'll get we'll there. Get there. there. Gonna, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get um, there. Before I bend you over the, Yeah, the, lyri- <laughs> the lyrical ballads. Like I liked a, a lot of the stories. Like My favorite one was, I think, is it Under or In the Willow Garden, where he talks about like going down to drink wine and poisoning his girlfriend. There's a, there's like a murder ballad. Which yeah, is a nice. murder ballad. Nice. Yeah, I really love those, yeah. Really, murder heard ballad. Um, yes. Other fun facts yeah. that I had: obviously, uh, I think it's Dawn's daughter is Erin Everly, who was married to Axel Rose. Mm, "Sweet Child of Mine" is written about her, and she's in the music video. Mm. Uh, "November Rain" is also about her. Weird. They were only married for one year. Um, did not go well. Uh, he went really? Crazy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's, he's Axl Rose. A, yeah, he's a difficult man. Uh, and uh, their final show before their reunion. Was it Knott's Berry Farm? Damn, Love in that. the theater that's in the back by the Calico Mine Ride. There's a theater back there. It used to be called the John Wayne Theater, and now it's the Charles Schultz Theater. But they were their career kind of took a shit, and they were like playing three shows a day, like at Knott's, for a little bit. And uh, Don Everly was super drunk. I wonder if my dad ever for the third set or whatever, Dude. and Phil, the other guy. Uh, smashed his guitar during the set and said, we're fucking done, and he walked out. And they <laughs> broke up at Knott's Berry Farm. I just and they did, get, they did get yeah. back together in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. yeah. And their only reunion thing was in, even when their popularity waned here, I read, they were always really big in the UK. Hmm. That's um, so. you,
3: that's a common thread. I'm reading Little Richard's book right now. And all those 50s rock stars were couldn't get a gig in the U.S. in the 60s but would go to Europe and would be, like, kings. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy.
1: Oh, and I also read that their career kind of, like, they kind of, they enlisted in the Marines so they wouldn't get drafted, because if you enlisted of your own accord, you did shorter tours of duty. And so they did Elvis, Um, too. But... Hmm. They released like some really big singles, but couldn't tour for them or whatever because they were in the Marines. They were on one TV show. They showed up in their Marines uniforms with like crew cuts and everything, and just
0: fit that. I was the uh, very you know rigorous schedule they had. And have. you know
3: that yeah, there's, exactly. a, there's a there's an underlying there's almost sort of a propaganda element to that where we're saying, look at these good old boys that you all love to hear sing, and look how much they love their country. Exactly. I was going to say they oh, yeah. are kind of totally. totally. they totally. are kind
1: of totally. Looking oh, almost absolutely. like carpenters vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. convinced, I think, I think it was Buddy Holly. They like told them, like, no, you shouldn't go on TV in a white T-shirt and jeans. You should put on your Ivy League jackets, like us. <laughs> well, there, like, I mean, and that's um... another big
3: theme, I think, through uh, through the whole country thing, where it's like, okay, so Nashville is push pushes the squeaky clean. You know, Nashville is very slick. It's very professional. They called you know the country politan sound. You know, it's a yeah. lot of lush. You know, the whole Chad Atkins thing, lush string arrangements it's a mm-hmm. pop you know it's quote unquote country music it's but it's made in the city of nashville yeah. for a pop audience there's corporate yeah influence at play mm-hmm. and there's this pressure to be extra squeaky clean and a lot of people crack under that pressure and where the music starts to get really interesting is at a lot of the points where like they break Something's got to give. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Sounds like that kind of fits in with my album that I chose. Oh, well, well, we'll get there. We'll oh, get,
3: get there. Great. All right. So. And I would say, <laughs> uh, yeah, because like Hank Williams was persona non grata at the at the Grand Ole Opry. He was like too raw. He was too drunk, and he's like the the best ever. But at the, it, 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 when he was alive, nobody Hank Williams Senior. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah, there's definitely sounds associated with locations. I mean, like, people that mm. are from Texas and go and record with session guys in Nashville or vice versa, like, there's Roo- definitely differences in how those records turn out. I mean, the Nashville Skyline record, where Dylan went to Nashville and recorded with session musicians, you guys were saying it's a very, like, washed-down Dylan, and that could be a factor as well. Like James said, they promote this, like, cleanliness and this difference
3: of... You know, and I would say the Nashville sound is also just uh, has a lot to do with a very high level of just professional yeah. musicianship yeah. Yeah. that was like you know it's very competitive. It's still like that in Nashville today, but it's mostly it's not just country. It's where like the
2: best yeah. like the best studios for that type of music were. Yeah, and, I mean, best, and like, it's still home ocean of Third Man Records it's, and the best
1: record producer uh, of all time, of course. Jack White. I
2: mean,
3: the there's a reason that there's a reason he took it there. Yeah, yep.
1: for sure. Um, one other thing that I don't know if you guys looked up. Before I introduce, I, I came up, Country Jake came up with a rating system for all the albums for this that I'd like to introduce. Oh, wow. But, a rating system. Uh, and I'll, I'll share that in a sec. But, this album was covered in full by the amazing duo of Nora Jones and Billy Joe Armstrong. Wow. The full track, it's called Foreverly. It's got Nora Jones on piano, <laughs> Billy Joe on guitars. Full band. I listened to a bit of it today. I recommend it for the lols and nothing more. I'll, yeah, I'll uh, it yeah, out. yeah, I'll definitely <laughs> check it out. But alright, so my rating system for this album, I would give it two bales of hay. Okay. One pouch of Red Man Chewing Tobacco. <laughs> and one half of a John Deere model E twenty twin gas hydrostatic lawn <laughs> tractor. Just a half? half? Just a half, yeah. So half a tractor. What can you do with that? So is that out of five? Uh, uh d- yes out of 5. Got it.
0: Well, with half a tractor. So it sounds and like a I full landed a 3.5. did pretty of red well. It's pretty good.
1: One pouch f- one full pouch of red man chewing tobacco. Can you two earn, Can head. you earn 5 John Deere tractors? Uh yes, you
2: it, can each, try. Each, yeah, you can you can try your hardest. <laughs> Imagine great. what I do with 5 John Deere tractors. <laughs> Not
4: just any John I'm Deere tractor, the five. E120 20-5, bud. <laughs> I
0: mean, lawn tractor. <laughs> I mean, you could probably put the half a tractor with one of the bales
1: of hay, and then sit on that while you you're chewing your red the man. You cannot combine the separate. You, uh, you know what? They're yours. You do what you want with them.
0: All right, Tyler, do you have <laughs> anything to add to this album? Um, no. I mean, I think we covered it. I, I mean, we can talk more. I want to talk about kind of all four of them at the end and how they kind of have similarities to each other. But uh, well, first we'll save of all, it for before
2: that. we go further, can I just say that? I think we all did a really good job at picking very different albums that sort of all fall into the same yeah, general I think, category. Yeah, no, I think the spread is good. It was varied. Yeah, the It, was, spread yeah. Was yeah. Good. it wasn't like three of like the same type of country and then that just gets kind of boring. So yeah, if one of us job. picked a George Jones record, one of us picked a Hank Williams
3: record. Yeah. I kind of wish someone record. picked a I Hank mean,
1: Williams record because I've never listened to one in Okay, full. but that's your fault. See, but yeah, <laughs> see, I'll go into, like, with my pick or whatever, like, I steer, like I picked something I had never listened to mine before because I get most of my country music from James. And it's also, um, so you yeah, wouldn't... That, you I wouldn't, went away
0: from that because I had a few on the list that I'd never listened to that I was like, oh, I really want to get into this, but then I was like, I don't know. I feel like I should pick something I've listened to for a while that because, you could rap. Yeah, yeah that I can rap. But, but I was adamant but about saying. it's cool,
3: that either way. It's again, cool. it's not an LP driven market. So, mm-hmm. Hank Williams' greatest hits, not. Of course, that's going to be better than anything else you could possibly pick. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's just for all sure. his best songs. It's yeah, all you, the hitters. I
1: feel
0: like a best hits would have been like. So, we will be touching on how
1: Tyler's pick was <clears throat> technically a compilation. Yeah, uh, but that's different. Well, it's mm-hmm.
0: different because there really aren't any complete LPs for there like that. There are two. There
1: are two. I mean, All right, yeah, we'll they're, get but there. they're compilations.
2: We'll All right, let's move on to Jake's Jake's pick, then. Is it me now? Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it's you. All right, let me find in my, my book here. All right, so, uh, like I said, when I picked one, it was kind of a difficult genre for me because most of the good country that I listen to, either I get from James, or it's stuff that my dad has given me that James was already familiar with. Like, I feel like one of the big things when I first started talking country with with James or whatever, the fact that, like, he knew who Marty Robbins was, because my dad used to play that for me all the time, and so did my grandpa. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to pretend like it's a genre that I listen to all the time. Like, I'm very, very specific. I like, can probably count on two hands, like, the artists that I like. Um, so I made a playlist of, like, four artists that I wanted to check out that I wasn't really familiar with, and then I settled on the one that I did. So one of the other ones I listened to was Glenn Campbell listened to the album that Rhinestone Cowboy was on and that was just too hokey. Um, it's like almost like show tunes for country. And yeah,
3: that's, that's cuz that's again there's Nashville and there's also Hollywood baby. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm. Um I fucking made myself listen to the Eagles first record because I love oh. Take It Easy, but that's really the most straight up country song on there. It's kind of mm-hmm. like it's more rock with some country it's, twang they're soft, every once they're in a while. It's soft rock. Um I wanted to pick Conway Twitty, but I ran into the thing that I couldn't find a full LP that I liked with the song and that I wanted all, to hear. It's again, all greatest hits.
3: And a lot of those LPs will be uh, have a lot of filler. Yeah.
1: Just a yeah. lot of filler. Um, So the album that I picked is a Waylon Jennings record because well I realized today that I'd only heard one other Waylon Jennings record and James played it for me. Um, but I just realized that today when I was looking at the Discovery But I picked Old Waylon. Why'd you choose this one in, in particular? Um, When I searched... I just went through a big playlist and there was a song on it from there and I went on there and the other one I looked at was Nashville Rebel but the Spotify just has like a big box set called that and not mm. the LP and the only other one that I knew was James has played me Honky Tonk Heroes before mm. but Waylon Jennings is a name that I've heard a lot and I've never really listened to and I've listened to a couple things that his kid plays guitar on Shooter Jennings. He gets around. Um, yeah. He was the guitar player on the new Duff McKagan record, and I was just like, okay. "Oh, okay, I'll check out who his dad is." So, Old Waylon came out in '77. Uh, I didn't get much of his bio, but he's like in the outlaw country. Uh, he, genre. I mean, he's a
3: really good example of a person who did the Nashville thing, had kind of shortish hair, and tried to be respectable, yeah, and then just in the '70s. Oh, just he hit said, it, yeah, he, it, man, yeah, he hit know. it hard. Um,
1: <laughs> so, Old Waylon '77. It's like. The fourth in like his string of number one albums. Um, it was the first country album to go platinum. Um, he's really good friends with Willie Nelson, and him and Willie were getting like really big at the same time to the point where they were saying like all these like honky tonk shows we were playing like all of a sudden we were selling out stadiums, doing like outlaw um, country shows, and where Willie kind of embraced the celebrity of it. Like Waylon Jennings fucking hated it, um, and that's when he got super into coke and drinking and shit like that. Like, he never went to any award shows or anything like that. Um, So this is the height of his commercial success, and a lot of the songs on it are him talking about, like, how he doesn't fucking like what's happening. Um, If you see me getting smaller, like, he addresses it to Willie, and it's kind of him talking about, like, Willie, we've been friends, and, like, you're good at doing this celebrity thing, but, like, I want to fucking go away. And even, like, the first track, the first single, Bluchenbach, Texas, or whatever, is about him going to this small-ass town. Um, like back to his roots or whatever because he doesn't like the popularity and he fucking hated that song. Yeah, because there's said. like the
2: lyrics about like there's that lyric about like oh we have an eight car garage and we're still building or some shit like saying like he's fucking yeah over he's far all from this. the humble means or whatever yeah uh, he's I mean, it sounded like he's like oh you know over that lifestyle. But he
1: said he hated that song but he knew it was going to be a hit and this was the first record that he didn't produce by himself. He got some producer in Nashville. Um, That worked with Elvis, because he loved Elvis, so he brought in a guy that worked with Elvis. But before we get to that, I would like to play my track so you get a sample of it. Um, He fucking covers Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. And when I heard this, it further cements that anybody who (laughs) covers Neil Diamond does a better version than Neil Diamond does. Including UB40's version of Red Red Wine and That's Urge Overkill's version of Girl, You'll Be <laughs> a Woman Soon, which was featured in Pulp Fiction. So Neil Diamond can suck it. So can we cue this from about 40 seconds, please? Did you say 42? Yeah, forty. thank you. It's a good memory, Tyler. All right. Country Jake appreciates you. Of course. All right.
0: All right, here we go. Sweet Caroline from 42 seconds in. Right. Hands. Touching hands
3: reaching out, touching me, touching
4: you.
1: Night. terrific i was cooking breakfast when that came on when i was listening to the album like yep this is it um james is shaking i, the whole I time. know i know <laughs> um so it, like one of the things that i thought i'd run into with this or whatever bringing it before um you know i consider james my country music guru or whatever is that <laughs> like waylon's definitely over the hill by the time he puts this out Um, and a lot of people said that, like, it's a good record, but it seems kind of hollow. And, like, the whole, like, outlaw attitude is just, like, really, really surface level. Like, he's trying to dial it in, but he's fucked up, um, while he's doing it and just kind of going through the motions. Um, but I did think, and again, the thing with country music, and where do we deal with this with the Carpenters, too, that Mm -hmm. a lot of the albums, like, they're not, there's not a whole lot of originals. Going on, I think he no. wrote one. I think he re- wrote "Bell of yeah, the no. Ball."
3: no, you would be a performer or a songwriter. Very rarely were people both. Yeah. yeah, and
0: I mean that comes with like if you go historically back even further. I mean, traditional field songs and blues songs, like that's where this genre really like was rooted, and that stuff was usually those weren't originals; those were being you know traditional Like That's what they call yeah, it. yeah But it also and it's like from father to son, or you know family member. But
3: also in like a pop industry format it's there's people who sing the songs and people who write the songs oh and the for people sure. who write the songs go to an office and sit in a cubicle yeah and write songs
0: well i think country has both, that was too, like, right
3: it's like a, you're, you're uh, either playing
0: traditionals <laughs> or you're popular. playing like pop songs written by somebody else for you
3: it has both But i think most of the songs that we would know of that are big country hits were written by some guy and a lot of people you know some people made the jump hank wrote his own songs and that's yeah. why he kind of broke the mold or, yeah. or even in, outside of country you know someone like sam cook is an exception to the rule right, because they write and right. perform their own songs uh, and no and really before like the Beatles it's not like a precedent it's not anything that was totally to be expected yeah. or required yeah. now um, it's like if you don't like Write all your songs, record all your songs,
2: perform twelve instruments on every song and every <laughs> album. Then you're like not impressive. No. Well, unless it. you're in the pop genre.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it still uh, carries over. And then whatever. it's you yeah. and like
1: five other professional songwriters. Yeah. Yeah. Album. Or even, yeah. I mean, like even you know, bring this up, but like looking I mean, at the the new Boney Bear record or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not just him. There's a lot of fucking collabs. I mean, movies. I was yeah. shocked. Dude, look um, at
2: like DJ Khaled or whatever. Well, he's he just hired just just a slaps bunch of people, and there. then when he didn't get the number one album, he tried to like sue billboard or some shit <laughs> or he tried to sue like tyler but the creator but hired all the best people for having which is uh, so great so i think it's, it's perfect that tyler the creator had a, a song or an album above him because he's like almost like the antithesis
1: yeah to dj Khaled in a lot of ways <laughs> but um that being said about the original thing i thought it was kind of cool like going with the theme like dealing with success like not in a healthy way and kind of like wanting to move away from it like finding a batch <laughs> of songs that do that like I think I'm going to kill myself when Grady texts me and asks, like, Jake, are you okay? Whatever, like, that's definitely in there. Well, if you the see week getting before, a cover- oh, well, yeah, you were giving me the shit Carpenters. for the Carpenters, He's like, was
2: album's so sad, are you okay? I was worried about you, buddy. <sighs> um, yeah, and your album has a song that literally says, I think I'm going to kill myself. Think I'm go- I know, but it's
1: so it's so jaunty that, like, you're like, all right, you do it, Waylon. <laughs> um, He's very,
3: his voice is very... Th- I love his, his voice. Yeah, I, I love his yeah, voice. It's very powerful. I think it,
1: it's very powerful, and, like, that's what I think of, like, when I think of, like, the the country legends or whatever, like a very distinctive, like, powerful. I mean, like, in that way, he's still got, like, you know, the I'm a badass kind of thing going. Um, I like the band. There were some straight-up, like, traditional ones or whatever that was just straightforward picking. Uh, Yeah, there's
0: some really good picking on this. There's some good
1: guitars. The guitar soloing on that Lucille song is really nice. Lucille is really good, and, like, the, the tempo change going into the chorus was interesting. And, like, I don't know if it's an effect or a certain kind of guitar, but the one that sounds like you're playing a spring... You know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like no. a boingy sounding guitar. Well, oh, I will say oh, maybe it was a le- maybe yeah maybe it one, one thing
3: one thing I will say with records from this period in, in the country thing is like is uh you know '77. It's really it's the weird. beginning of the end for the whole the whole thing. And I like country. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know,
0: I mean '60s country. That's the pinnacle. Oh, that's commercially the, that's
3: the good right, shit. right. Commercially and I think quality wise. But it's also, so it's like, okay, there starts to be this weird guitar tone that creeps into everything. It's this weird, like, chorusy, sort of warbly sound yeah, that yeah, all yeah. these, like, late and mid and late 70s country records have that... Sometimes it works, but a lot of the time it's really grating and I don't like it. And yeah. it's really pervasive on well,
0: this and actually, album. the Everly Brothers is a good example of, like, how you are supposed to use and mic and record an acoustic guitar whereas in the later 70s and then into like more modern country it's like all these like disgusting dreadnought pickup guitars that like the sound of the bass guitar or the basic guitar tracks in those records is so much worse than like the traditional like if you listen to like everly brothers or like old dylan or like anything like that you can just hear this there's this like natural twang to the guitar tones that you just don't get in the later stuff. Like, people don't record
3: guitars the same way anymore. And I also just think like, it's something weird in the 70s where everybody's like, fuck it, we'll get a wah-wah pedal like everybody else has them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. why not? Um, there's a really funny George Jones song from the 70s where it's like he's talking about this girl um, who he's having an affair with or something. And then, uh, so in the chorus, he's kind of saying things about her, but then he doesn't say what it is. And instead of saying the thing, there's like a little weird wah-wah like. Steel guitar, she like, oh, yeah. so be like and her wah. name is wah, wah. <laughs> and, she's, and she's I know it. that song and she goes like the... there, <laughs> there's
0: a few There's. aren't there a few <laughs> songs that do that I'm, trying I'm to sure the I'm other sure that one. theme exists but I feel like the fact like that like it's, a, the
3: fact that in that case it's. there's it's, like a Replaced with this horrible. Walk, Are you thinking walk, about the Joker guitar. by Steve Miller when he no, says no, no, some no. people no. call me
1: Maurice? No. No. Oh yeah, there's that. No, no, I'm thinking of a country song. I'm thinking of. I don't think that's a pedal. You guys know want what I'm talking that. about. The chorusy. I don't yeah. Yeah. know what it is. I'm but thinking
0: but of just, a Jimmy yeah. Dean song. I think maybe I know, the I know.
1: sausage <laughs> manufacturer. Well, country. Yeah,
0: Jimmy Dean. We could not get them as a sponsor. I tried. I tried. They
1: were not interested. But um, but yeah. So when I realized today, when I was looking at the discography that I had heard, like. Honky Tonk Heroes before I'm like fuck that probably would have I think that one's like 72 or 73 might have been like a little better that is the no that is Um,
3: like much much better yeah I know but again I took I took the the opposite
1: approach that Tyler did or whatever because like I didn't want to put up a front and say that this is a genre I listen to regularly because at first I wanted when I asked Tyler and Grady if they had Really listened to Towns Van Zant before, and they said no. I'm like, oh, that'd be an easy one or whatever. But I knew that you had heard it, and well, I try to stick to the. I'd allow, I'd have allowed it. To, I know, but just, I tried to because stick of the to stuff the stuff is so good. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's it's amazing. But I tried to stick to the. You know, this is new for me. I liked it. I definitely would listen to more Waylon Jennings. Uh, it's funny because I, I, heroes. I
0: yeah. discovered Waylon because of Willie Nelson. Which is interesting. Oh, and Willie's, but, yeah, Willie's on Luke and Bach,
1: Texas. Yeah, he sings I think, the last verse. Oh, but okay. but like, on, on, on Willie's the Roadhouse.
0: Roadhouse, they play Waylon a lot. Oh, uh, uh, is that the XM channel? Yeah, and Roadhouse. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, that it's channel quality. is fire. Yeah. We listen I to that on Joshua like, Tree. Yeah, I hate XM radio, like, the platform fucking sucks, but, They are one of our sponsors, so... But, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 oh I, I take it all back. No, they suck because... <laughs> It's like they don't have anything to offer you for the price that they're that they're charging. Asking, yeah. I mean, come on, you can have Spotify for your whole family at the same price as XM radio and you can't pick what you what you're gonna listen to on XM radio like yeah, it's cool to have DJs and shit, yeah. but I don't know. Anyway, all right. It's not the worst, but yeah, that that station. If you do uh, subscribe to XM Radio, that is a good station, Road which helps. you don't recommend. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, hey, some people have it for free. So some people before have I turn it, it yeah, over, lifetime members. <laughs>
1: before I turn it over to you guys for any closing thoughts, I would just like to say that I gave this album four bales of hay two pouches of red man chewing tobacco, and two John Doe E120. Um, John twin, Doe? John Deere, John <laughs> Deere <laughs> twin yeah. gas hydrostatic lawn he, he's tractors. He's looking like John Doe, I mean, right. John
0: Doe should have his own line of tractors. I he mean, could. what the fuck.
1: Yeah, all right. he could, well, but
2: Grady? Jake, first of all, I'd like to say that I think you picked the album that when you say, if you tell someone what does country music sound like to the average person, of the of the albums we picked, yours would be per- the one they'd be like, Probably that's country. the closest country. to it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the closest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, personally, I actually enjoyed this record I, I, I feel like it's pretty cheesy, you know It's It's got a lot of that kind of hollow, like, essence to it, I guess But I thought it was really enjoyable I thought the songs, most of the songs are really good I mean, a lot of them are just covers of, you know, previously done songs But he does them well, his voice is really good You know, the music is like that kind of blend of country And more of that soft rock vibe that was really popular in the 70s I mean, I picked a Carpenter's record last time it's like did you all right forgot about that that last that. week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they hated it what do you hate
3: the Carpenters, james no strong feelings either way okay that's fine good answer that's good <laughs> uh, anyway the uh, <laughs> uh,
0: non-confrontational route
3: but yeah
2: i liked it i thought the first two songs were were a good one-two punch right off the bat i liked lubenbach texas that was really catchy and i liked the the second one the uh what's it called if
0: you see me getting smaller yeah, yeah. I mean, good too. when I, when I listen to this, though, I was just like, dude, there's so much better Waylon out there. Which yeah, is I not to like... say
3: that it's bad per se.
0: No, it's not. This isn't the worst. Like, definitely not the worst you could pick. I mean, especially for like, set late 70s country. Like and I've James never Day. delved
3: into really, into the short hair Waylon, like, 60s stuff, but I assume that that's all, it's, also excellent. It's good,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I think it's better. I mean, the difference is that, like, I think... I don't know, it's weird. It's not like he's not trying on this stuff. It's just that, like, J- I think Jake said, like, there's just this hollowness to it. Like, it's not it's not completely authentic. He's kind of got it dialed in and going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. Like how I and, and, you can and still the band, feel, too. The band feels kind of pieced together instead yeah. of, like, they, like, play together all the time, you know? I don't
1: uh, think it's... I love that his band is called... The Wailers, but spelled like his last name. I think that's <laughs> fucking sick. But I think he he swapped some of them out because he switched to this big Nashville producer yeah, for this one. That makes sense. Um,
0: yeah. Well. Okay. That. I mean. That answers yeah. my my concern of like the band not feeling super tight either. I mean, I know that their session musicians are usually pretty tight, but I don't know. It just feels a little hollow. It feels a little bit less authentic than like the older stuff. Um, but I will say there's definitely some standouts. I mean, there's. Some some badass picking, I will say. My my buddy made me a playlist called Badass Pickers, but sadly <laughs> this did not make it on the playlist. But American I will say pick- there's yeah, some, like uh, American. there's some badass picking on this. Um but yeah. So you were you're pretty so so on it? Yeah, I mean I like Waylon. I like Willie a lot. Like they kind of they they had like Jake said, like a kind of parallel careers or whatever and they Play on a lot of each other's songs, but um, I mean, for for me, this as a record, as an LP, uh, is alright.
3: I I can just imagine the American Pickers finding some (laughs) piece of (laughs) Waylon memorabilia and then giving me like a nice little elevator pitch about who. I'm
0: about to blow my load on this Waylon. But he just keeps
3: yanking
1: my chain. He won't come down (laughs) on Waylon's used handkerchief. (laughs) Um, wow. All right. Okay, hey, um, what's next? We're making great time. I bet we are. Thing, young Grady, you're you're James, you didn't
2: have any additional thoughts on that?
3: No, I think Tyler Crane summed up good, not great, Love Whalen, not the best record. Yeah, I need, still, to I need to check still, out that good Still album. worth your time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I liked his, his voice and his general style. I mean, if you like yeah, this, sure. then
3: Honky Tonk Heroes will blow you. Okay, also, I, dude, you should and all those songs, all those songs are And all those songs are written <laughs> by the same guy a good deal uh written by billy joe shaver who is also a really Sh- interesting Sh- character um yeah well, I would also, you
0: yeah, I also if you like this, you should listen to Willie Nelson because you'd probably yeah, also I, really I like know Willie Wilson.
3: Nelson. I, I know Willie Nelson. Although I am.
0: You firm, know the name, but have you I've listened? Li- yes, I've
2: listened okay. to Willie Nelson. I am okay. firmly
3: in the camp of preferring early uh, 60s short hair. Hey, Willie. You know what?
2: I'm the only person here who's seen that Willie Except,
3: Nelson's son live. Hey, in I'm, a concert. The,
2: I'm the no, only person
0: here besides Damn. James who's seen Willie Nelson live because we were there together. And His
3: kids are in the band.
0: That was at the Bob Dylan show, right? Yeah, we saw Willie and Bob cool. and John Mellencamp, John Cougar. Hell Mellencamp. yeah, Willie and Nelson's kids are Act in baseball uh, field.
1: Neil Young's band now that isn't Crazy Horse. Well, the, the uh, oh, he's Paul, actually Paula Nelson's in. Well, Willie's what's with the band, what's right? the promise Lucas of the Nelson. real? That's that's his. That's the yeah. Nelson boys band. So Lucas whatever.
2: Nelson though is actually becoming a really popular, uh, like composer slash musician i think for like tv shows or something okay. or movies yeah. now he's yeah, like behind he's, the scenes and for sure. doing something he does i mean paula for pioneer woman his daughter
0: record. paula nelson she has an amazing voice like she's she's, she's i a don't, don't know. know her she well she's the one that hosts willie's roadhouse so she'll always be like, "All right, and here so comes
3: fantastic, daddy." So fantastic speaking voice, Yes. And, radio and voice, and singing voice. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All
0: right,
2: so we're moving on to my my pick. Yep, moving on. Moving All right, on. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what people you guys have to say about this. Oh, you know you're, you're, no, you're uh, no. I'm worried. Who has shit-eating grin on I'm his face. I'm pretty
0: worried, <laughs> but I love it. I'm anyway. glad I, I'm glad I put James next to you.
2: All right, so <laughs> I picked uh, the album "What Another Man Spills" by Lamb Chop, and so Lamb Chop is. A band from Nashville, actually, and this uh, this is their fourth album. It came out in nineteen ninety eight, so it was a, like a late a late nineties album.
1: You don't say. Ninety eight is the late nineties. The
2: late the late nineties. <laughs> no, s- slow down there. So okay, so that when this <laughs> the band late started, 1890s. when this band started, they were sort of loosely associated with like alternative country. They were like they wow. were from Nashville, and their roots were definitely in like the Nashville country scene. But they How and why. Because they're from Howard Nashville. Because they're from Nashville.
0: Okay, so that's the only That's reason. it. Yeah, got it. That's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's not that simple. I, I, just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the <laughs> inner the
2: inner machinations of his mind. I can't tell you exact his exact reasons, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> got it, got it. So, uh, yeah, they started out more on the countryside, and then as they went along in their career path, they've slowly transformed into something completely different. Now they make music that's sort of like a mix between experimental electronic music and lounge and jazz with like a hint of folk thrown in and it's often characterized by kurt wagner's voice being manipulated by like really weird auto-tune effects it's completely different than what this album is but um anyway if you're interested in their career tra- trajectory it's it's a pretty unique one uh but anyway so this album uh this uh, at one point they had called themselves the most fucked up country band in nashville and i think that's kind of a, a A funny way to describe them. I don't know that much about the Nashville scene at that time, but I think it's funny that they sort of differentiated themselves that way. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I really like this album. Um, I think that they have sort of those, some of those traditional elements to the Nashville country scene, like the, the, you know, the big string arrangements and, like, brass arrangements and stuff like that. They have, like, the pedal steel guitar and the slide guitar and stuff like that, but They blend a lot of different stuff into this you know they have the indie rock and the alternative rock influence they have some jazz even like some like flamenco on the first track which i think is really interesting that kind of like spanish style guitar um but before i get too far into it why don't we go ahead and play a song so let's do saturday option at 50 seconds.
1: Saturday, Saturday, ever loving oh Saturdays. Yep, it's that one. You got it.
2: Thank god
0: it's not that one. All right, what, did, so what did you say? 50, 50
3: seconds is good. NS. Thank god it's not Saturday by The Carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank god, honestly. That song is pretty bad. Yeah, that is best
0: of the worst.
2: No, the worst of the best.
0: What? What? Either way. No, the worst of the. <laughs> the best god of the worst? Awful. OK, here you go. Heaven is a disaster
4: you won't get there Any faster Mine is a lazy bus
3: That's been left out there In the rumpus. Do the shabby thing
2: So that's the Saturday option. So, yeah, I I, I found this band, I would say that's maybe I maybe know. four or five years ago, um, with their album uh, Mr. M or Mr. Met, I believe it's called, which is I think my favorite album from them. Um, and this came out in like 2014, 13, something like that. And I really liked that album, and it was not they're not really a sound that I at that time had listened to much. So it was very different for me that like, kind of like mix of folk and indie folk and country.
0: If this is but. their fourth record and it came out in 98, how old are like these dudes? He's oh, fucking old. He's old. He's yeah. he's uh, Man.
2: I think he's either late late 50s or in his early 60s at this
0: point. Okay. But yeah,
2: and I mean, they're still making music. I mean, obviously their their band has shifted a lot, you know, different members, but he's always had a good a good backing band behind them, but it's mainly the Kurt Wagner, the main guy. He's kind of the the
1: visionary, the front man. No, that's uh, if you were nightcrawler from X Men's name. That's why that could yeah. oh, that's, that's why, why I could. was like, "Yeah, I why like, have I heard that." <laughs> yeah, what?
2: Um, but yeah, so I, I, w- the first thing that I noticed about his voice when I first heard them was I, I, really liked the the tone of voice he uses, like of singing that he uses, and his lyricism really is, I think, is interesting to me. James,
3: you're shaking your head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe that you played the part of that song because when he rhymed Lazy Bumpus with Rumpus Dude, I it's great. became physically ill. <laughs> Alright. I <laughs> that was one year. of the most you, you and your unappealing rhymes, things dude. I've ever heard he, in a song.
2: He has a very interesting lyrical style, I will say that. He uses made up words like that sometimes. But a lot of it is like these very minute observations on like random shit in life that's like somehow relatable even if it's like completely random and not relatable like at one point he talks about like taking the beef out of beef stew
0: what about taking the dogs outside to walk them on the grass between the buildings and the night? or something.
2: Sure. There's the line about uh, adult like diapers that I, I think is he, fucking dude, hilarious. I don't like that stuff. What about it when he rhymes lazy so bumpus
1: with rumpus? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I heard that. James um, got physically ill. Um, did that make your toes curl? He spit out his mm-hmm. red blood man blow. chewing tobacco. Cool. He has a
2: song on their next album, or no, their album. It's either their album right before this or right after this. It's called Grumpus. See?
1: Oh no. my god. <laughs> That's going to be a no from me, yeah, dog. I don't, yeah,
3: dude, and I that's don't what like I call the, the cat when he's being bad. <laughs> I say, Mr. you're a little grumpus. Yeah. So like a so Dr. I'm Seuss
1: character. In a song. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I like the minute, random observations that he just There's one on Mr. M, because like I
1: tried to listen to Mr. M today, because I remember that was the first album I heard from them, and it's just like everybody was into it in college, and the first song is all about... The coffee maker. Oh yeah, I the cuff, co- and then I was just like, you know what? I was just on a bandwagon, like trying to play new shit on college radio because I don't think I like talking about. He's yeah. talking about cleaning out the coffee maker. Yeah, no. But the yeah, way that he, like...
2: the way that he like phrases it and like his intonation of it is so interesting to me. I, uh, mm. I don't know. Survey I don't science.
0: like. I <laughs> uh,
2: obviously I just picked something that you guys are not. Into stylistically. <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, we'll, we can unpack it? Let's yeah,
1: go we'll to let's the panel. first. All right, uh, James, you go first as oh. our guest of honor. All right. Yeah. So first of all, this is not
3: a country record. No, this it is, is not. an indie rock record with some country style instrumentation and stylistic flourishes. Agreed. Uh, but that's okay. Whatever. That's okay. Not that well, big okay. Of deal.
2: Maybe this would be a good point then to define what is country, because um. obviously we all have different ideas of what that is. Now, I think we have an idea over here.
1: <laughs> I would say that like there's definitely like no, three I just say, very I sonic country, similar albums and
3: country music is for a specific time of place a specific industry a specific scene whatever you want to call it business structure the whole so And you, again it's, so I would say I would uh, I would highly doubt that anybody in Lamb Chop was like a Nashville session player right? yeah so okay so, you think so the to them calling country, themselves a, a country band well to me wrong. To I think me, it's no country, I think it's clever marketing i think it's something you say to put yourselves apart but yeah it's not to
0: me country, country has to tie back into like some sort of root traditional yeah it has to it's tie in... into
3: tradition either lyrically yeah. you would never you cannot have a six minute long country song yeah fundamentally that is missing <laughs> the whole point of it
0: and like what you're think or what you're singing about what you're writing about and the way that you're playing the instruments come from like a specific heritage and like
1: learning, because I like would simpler, argue, more like, romantic themes. The ballad thing, like I was talking about on James's record, is a huge fucking thing. Like. Telling a narrative story or whatever, yeah, I would characters like. I would
3: even argue that like Towns Van Zant is pushing it a little bit because yeah. his lyricism is again post Bob Dylan. It's very lyrical. I think he's like
1: he's almost well, emo, dude. He's like pre emo, like talking. And drunk I would and argue that a lot of
0: modern country is, is completely not country. Not country. Not I well, country. Mean, that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah, but okay, but whatever. I mean, so
2: but, what do you think that if you asked this the lead singer from this guy who's like pushing sixty at this point, if you asked him like what are his roots in that scene what do you well, think well the way that they just, describe it i don't know but i bet you
3: and he grew up playing in like probably more like uh like garage college rock like, or yeah. garage bands well, or i don't know the history
0: of it but when you said that they describe themselves as the most fucked up country it's band self self-proclaimed in I, it's, I think it's no,
1: ballsy no i th- <laughs> no
0: i disagree i think that says what they're trying to do that's basically like we're not a country band at all we fucking live in Nashville, which is a country scene, but we're not fucking doing it.
3: But also, yep. and I think, and I, they're that, probably. So that
0: to me says they're not true. a country artist. They're not well, even trying. They're just, it's like more of like a a satire towards we live in Nashville we make music in this country city that is known for this genre well, but they still carry like, influences, influences oh no and James that said that like there's scene. definitely no, there's, there's twinges
1: of it or whatever but i don't think it's like prevalent enough in and what I will they're say doing like, for them to be a country i, mean, I like you some could of the put uh, a
0: pedal steel on any record and you, you wouldn't call that record country it's like I mean, the same
3: thing i wouldn't call bright eyes yeah totally a country totally band even yeah, though there's artists. plenty
0: of pedal steel on... Even though surface.
3: he goes for that sound a lot. Or like, um... And it's like, you know, I like some of the arrangements on this. I like a couple of the songs. And I think this, the parts that are strongest are the parts that go in the more in the lounge uh, yeah, direction. Yeah. The one that's like a, just a disco song, it sounds like a Barry White. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah, Give, me your, give love. me your Love. That was probably the thing I enjoyed on it the most. What did you think of when
2: he goes into his falsetto? Because I think that's... Usually, where people like really
3: start to hate his voice, I I, I I don't mind it. I don't. It's not nearly as offensive to me as Bumpus Rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
0: you were gonna say it's not nearly as
2: offensive. Just to as let Boney you know, Bear. he doesn't do. He doesn't really do like much <laughs> lyricism like that anymore. If you listen to his his current
3: no, and stuff. I don't doubt that every single other record would sound completely different than this one. Yeah.
2: So I okay. Just, so
0: I've I've I'm fairly long. I'm fairly familiar with Lamb Chop's catalog in terms of like his later stuff. Mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard this record at all um before like before you put it on the playlist so to me the reason I don't like this one as much as some of his others is because I feel like he's pulling from too many different influences
3: yeah I could So that.
0: like it's not to me it's not it's almost like a stream of consciousness both lyrically songwriting structure and influences that he's pulling it's like almost like I like that sound. Put that in. Put that shit in. Yeah. Flamenco guitar. Great. Add that here. Pedal steel. Cool. I'm just going to talk about some random shit on top of it. And we'll just like mix <laughs> it all mashed together. Great. We have mash a record. It. Like, now you just mash I, I it. I don't know. And, and it's not like, it's not the worst thing in the world to listen to. Like when you, when you listen to it, but That's like, nice doesn't Does Does for me, for me, I, I definitely think it doesn't check the boxes for like a country record. It, it could maybe fall into like modern folk. Freak folk-ish? It's I mean, way too uh, It's more of a rock album. I think it's an indie, yeah, yeah. indie rock yeah, but, album. But the like reason James I said. say it could be folk is because the more stream of consciousness style is more accepted in the folk genre in terms of, like, lyrics and, like, songwriting. But, again, like, sonically, I wouldn't, I don't think it really checks the boxes for this week's. Like theme, but again, I appreciate that you pick something different than than what we all had, and like, and and I don't think it's the worst sounding record. I mean, there's cool elements to it, and I think that there are definitely, like James said, like flourishes or elements that are reminiscent of country influence or whatever. But yeah, I mean, knowing his other stuff, I definitely like this a lot less than the other well, albums. I've I also just I didn't
3: emotionally connect
2: at all. I think. Obviously, you approached this week thinking about country from the perspective of, like, the historical aspect of it, whereas I approached it from more of, like, sonic influence. Like, obviously, I didn't pick something that was a direct country album. Like, I knew and that going And I guess I can in. give
1: that to Grady because I just looked up, like, who would fall under, like, alt country, like, in that scene or whatever. And, like, one of the big ones who came up that's, like, popular is, like, is Wilco, and I wouldn't oh, have yeah. thought to pick so, Wilco dude, for you, I don't get you, that band at all. Dude, no, if I'm, you put yeah, on like, if
0: you put on this playlist and then you let you let Spotify take it, like after the playlist is over, they'll fucking throw Wilco in. Oh, and it's, a, weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's weird. It's, it's weird. Well, I, okay, I, I so will say, Brady,
3: but that gets to something really important, which is the difference between genre and style.
0: Totally, totally. Okay.
3: And a genre has well-ish, clearly defined, defin you know genre conventions that you would follow, whereas style is a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah you know which is also why i think that doing genre themed episodes i think is not
0: here it comes uh, it's gonna bash our podcast no
3: i just think i think
0: (laughs) we welcomed you to the penna ranch damn it no but
3: because it's just like okay when i heard that i was like oh shit that means i gotta come in guns blazing like i gotta make all these points like i would feel like you would also have a lot easier time between each other with something more arbitrary like artists who. Names start with the letter E. No, like, no, and
0: I, I agree. I mean, well, that's why, like, because that just keeps I, you from getting, I getting I into slash I have, genre I have the most fun when we do the the original "What's Your Record" picks, where it's just shit that we think the other people haven't heard that they yeah. should hear. Well, I'd like no, to thank Tyler and James for their
1: final appearance on the "What's Your Record" podcast. <laughs> what, what it's been say, swell. You guys know what I'm whoa. talking about. Yeah, though. no, I know what you're. No, A thing like this is just gonna get us mired in the. What I will say about
2: about this guy's lyrics. Um, is that when he's not doing, you know, some of the more silly rhyming stuff, like, that you hate, his lyrics have a way of, like, talking about really arbitrary things and, like, describing situations or whatever that seem, like, really meaningless, but then if you look at them more from, like, a personal context, they suddenly have, like, more... Uh, like, emotional meaning to them.
1: The chili fries got circumcised. Wait. From
0: Wait, you mean yeah. look at them from a personal <laughs> context? I don't like, understand that. Like, for like you for personal base, or for well, him for personal?
2: How, yeah, I mean, well, whatever you're... Whatever connection you're making, obviously, is gonna have some sort of personal resonance with you. That's why oh, you're well. making it. Oh no, I mean, he didn't talk about killing himself him.
1: one time, so I just yeah. didn't, I didn't get. Uh, what I his, thought, his I deal thought you was. meant,
0: I thought you were saying like personal to him. Like once you do the research and find out about his life, then it all makes sense. No. why he's singing about a coffee.
2: No. Bar. Yeah, I was like, what
3: personal <laughs> content?
0: So you mean personal <laughs> for you? Like they create these
2: Im- these images that are like very mundane, but have like this certain poetic value to them so you can I think either rela- really interesting
0: so you can either relate or not relate and and it just depends on you. well, to me, a, yeah, if you're able to conjure
2: lot, up an image in a song about nothing in particular and make it sound and be interesting to listen to i think that's really valuable yeah, that's my that, take and i think fair. he's a master at that i think he's super good at that and the the way his voice works with that really like that really vibrant low tenor voice that he uses, I think, conveys confusing. that well. Which I think is why it's interesting that now in his current music he uses these, you know, vocal these vocoder and autotune effects on his voice, sort of in a different way than a lot of artists are. Because they're not meant to like make his voice sound better or make it sound on t- on key or on you know tune or whatever. It's to like change the way that you listen to his voice specifically. Yeah and add, like, a certain extra, you know, level to that. Is he different. Is
0: he an instrumentalist or just a vocalist? He's an instrumentalist. I, play, or, I think he plays he guitar. He plays the
1: coffee maker. Yeah, he <laughs> plays the coffee maker. Jake, um,
0: I feel like you have a lot to say about this. Oh, no, me.
1: I mean, I just went on the whole thing, like, well... I see a big, bold note well, okay. It, it does sadden me that,
3: like, says, uh, you all hated okay. it. Okay, well, so Tyler... big <laughs> Grady, bad. Yeah, that's really all it said. <laughs> big, Just Grady and
1: big, bold letters. Um, well, no, I wrote down what I thought, like, was the definition of, like, what country music is, and I don't think this hits a lot of it or whatever, but I was talking about, you know, Tyler and I spent some time in the mountains and it was really hard like i i made myself listen to this for a second time because the first time i listened to it i was just like first thing i thought i'm like oh i can't wait until james hears this i cannot <laughs> wait until james hears this record um but i listened to the other ones like multiple times or whatever and i was just like fuck i need to listen to Grady's again so we were out in the mountains and you know, up in the nature, and I wanted to get spiritual, where nature. you can see the stars. So I you wanted to out. sit your rumpus down. Yeah, I wanted to sit my rumpus <laughs> down yeah. with no frumpus, without being a grumpus. And I looked yeah, at the stars and make sure not to bump it. And I needed, I needed help understanding my friend Grady. So I looked to the stars, and Hank Williams appeared in the stars, and he was riding a buffalo, oh and he God. came to me and he said, "Jake, and this is so. You look Jake. like you're a little confused right now." And I said, "Yes, Hank, I am. I'm, I'm worried about my friend Grady." He said, "Well, what seems to be troubling you?" I said, "How the fuck did he think this lamb chop record was country hank?" And he's just like, "I don't I don't know, Jake is fucked up." It's fucked up and not in a cool way that Lamb Chop describes himself. I don't know, Jake. I'm you just...
0: must have had uh, a cold brew, a double shot of espresso, a lot of coffee
1: going into that uh, spiritual. Oh, a couple of chinos. Yeah, a couple, of chinos, yeah. A couple of chinos. A couple of chinos. A couple of chinos. Are uh, you a latte man, Jake? I'm not a latte man. Oh. It just unless it, it there's, you know, I need the coffee. That's a lot, a lot of. Milk. That's a lot of milk. Let's yeah, be milk. honest. That's Nobody needs that. But milk. anyway, yeah, I just, you know, I'm not that big of a Lamb Chop fan. Um, but it's just, I was I was worried about it going into it, because I remember us sitting at dinner after the last episode, me and Tyler trying to tell you, like, dude, no. Like, I don't think it falls under that or whatever. And again, there's there are elements there, and I think you picked, the song you picked was the best one that exemplifies, like, the yeah, country, the country sounds yeah, that come action. through. That's yeah. why there's I definitely No, I know, but it's kind of like, it doesn't represent the whole thing for me or whatever. Like, there's not enough of those elements, like the... Like the lap steel and the strings, and like that kind of twang or whatever, for it to be considered a country artist. And again, I do think it's a little pretentious to come up, like, we're the most fucked up country band you've ever heard. And I'm like, you're not even really that country bro well, that's, or that's or, or, fuck does, or to fucked be up no as really... Tyler was
2: saying that's probably part of the satire i mean like i mean you can hear in his lyrics he obviously has he's talking about like sad stuff but like and then he'll say fucking random shit like rumpus and stuff so he obviously and adult diapers so he obviously like has this, just, this it just sense doesn't fall of like cuz another thing he with country where out where
1: country gets knocked a lot or whatever <laughs> can be its lyricism or whatever there're just certain motifs that you have to go with, and like the very stereotypical ones, or whatever, like fucking beer, your truck, and freedom, or whatever. I'm not saying it's all. Ooh, train. and oh, I think... the trains. the trains, also, I, the trains. Also, I think if we were to elaborate on this
3: to make, I you know I love this, not lamb chop, but I love country music, and I play it. I learn song, you know, but I would never, nothing I could ever make, would be country music because I'm not a country person. Yeah, my voice will never have the twang. Mm-mm. It'll never sound right. And I think that's a big yeah. thing. Is like if you're not, if you haven't lived, some of that, or you yeah. don't yeah. come from I mean, those people. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, you're he, not gonna this get guy, the sound. I mean, he grew. He was born in Nashville and he grew up there. So, and, you know, in the in the fifties or whatever. So obviously, but Nashville's he was a big city.
0: It. it was good hot chicken.
3: Uh, yeah. Most of these, I mean, he was, most of these no, artists, but, he, but he who has ended up point. in Nashville. He was definitely
0: around the scene. He had to have been. No, I mean, but like, I just yeah.
3: mean like. But, like, Nashville's a big city. Like, most of these people who ended up moving to Nashville to record are from the middle of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're like, from, the uh, Everly the Brothers the are, like, from buttfuck
1: Iowa or yeah, something like that. The farm in
3: Alabama or whatever. But Smoky Mountains, West Texas, you know, wherever. Ozarks, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway,
1: the point we've all been waiting for, um, because I did not consider this a country album. Grady, you got zero bales of hay. <laughs> oh, no. Zero no. pouches of Red Man chewing tobacco. Oh, no. Zero John Deere E120. Twin gas, hydrostatic, lawn tractors. And I even threw on additional categories for you. You're getting no grits and no sweet teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And my final note was, you done goofed. Um, (laughs) Wow. I, I'm, I'm so hurt. I know. Well, I can it's okay. I recover from my zero
2: John Deere. You'll, you'll
0: recover with your other seven wins or whatever. Yeah, oh and no, you got, you I'm, gotta, only, <laughs> I'm only six wins ahead still. Yeah. One of them I'm is do. debatable. He's, that will so, be. S- he's
3: so smug still. <laughs> I know.
0: James, you didn't tear it apart enough. <laughs> I mean, the fact is not to be mean. I, that I, no, I know. I
3: pre, I, I, but James I'll say it again. I hate this record. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Wow. Hey, we're not we're not supposed to use hate on this podcast because
1: uh, no, but it's, I we got it. sued last night. No. But James is a rebel. Uh, oh, okay. And embraces the country spirit. So no, you're you right. You're right. You can you can hate I'm it. Going, I'm supposed, going outlaw country. We're not supposed
0: outlaw. to say it's a bad record. We can say we hate it. Yeah, but it's not right, bad James, You can
2: go home and listen to
1: Sublime. It's all right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, listen to the new. Uh, have you heard of Lana, Lana Del Rey covering Do Time? Cover <laughs> <in Doing> time? <laughs> That's not even new. They just dropped a video.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's on her new album. But I'm telling I'm telling you. I've
3: watched. This is the year. That, that Sublime comes back into vogue. Did you hear Lana a, Del Rey's cover well, of Sublime? That's or, what I that's just what we're said. talking about. So oh, there's yeah. that <laughs> happened. And there's like a super serious documentary coming out. Well, I think this is the year everybody watched Well, just so, so you
2: know, up. Pitchfork just called Lana Del Rey the, one of the, the best American songwriters of this generation. Yeah, I yeah, saw they that. compared I saw that. Morrissey. And you Damn. know what?
1: Guess uh, she put out an album on Friday. Uh, guess whose album is number one? Tool. Uh, so fuck you, Lana Del Rey. I listened <sighs> to that record. Uh, I have, no, a, I have no complaints about. Lana You know what? That, right? And I'll bring Wait, up. Did
0: you want to talk about Tool I, and the uh, sexual allegations
1: against? I did not <laughs> want to talk about. Also, that Maynard. Criticism.
3: Maynard loves. Cops. I think my. Yeah. This he is my
1: opinion cops. on so Lana Del Rey, kidding. at
2: least with her new album, is that people really, really love it, and there's a lot worse things for people to love. That's all I say. That's yeah. True. The only it thing doesn't I,
3: really the, strike me. The that only much. thing I don't get about Lana Del Rey is that the like the look doesn't always vibe. On like on paper, I'm, I'm like I really want to like it because there's this whole Americana thing. She looks like Priscilla Presley, like the the. But the music
1: doesn't
2: match. The styling of right the art.
3: Right. The music doesn't doesn't really match up. To I think she she
2: sort of left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth when I heard her like second album that she like jumped genres pretty much, and to me it just sounded like an exact copy of like Portishead, and like so now whenever I hear her music, all I hear is her like trying to mimic these other. Famous bands. Well, that she like, does that. That's why that two sort of her of albums are named after
1: famous records already, and some of her songs are already famous. Like, she named an album Ready to Die and Less for Life. Like, go, go fuck yourself. Those, yeah. Those are things already. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Let's anyway. talk about the Tyler's thing. thing. Tyler! Yeah, let's right. talk about Tyler's thing.
0: All right. Um. So. Are you ready week. to
3: go down all the way down to the deep <laughs> south, oh, Mississippi yes. Delta, well, all the way well, back now. in
0: time, back to the year of 1928? All right, so wow, this loud, week, loud cars this week though. I picked uh, an album by Mississippi John Hurt. Nash like is gonna Johnson. argue uh, <laughs> not an album, but um, it's a compilation. It's a technically a compilation. Okay, it's so called the 1928 Sessions. Um, but uh, so here's the thing with him. First of all, on Spotify, there's very few choices to pick from.
1: Let me pull them up.
0: Um, but I wanted to pick something that exemplified like his true style, or what I what I think of like as his true style. So a lot of the album albums are recorded much later, like in the '60s, where he came. He kind of got a resurgence because there is like this popularity of the Delta blues, and like the old blues singers started to get popular again and so they like had him come up and play a bunch of live stuff like right before he died and yeah that stuff those are technically albums sure but like you gotta remember some of the stuff he was writing and playing was in 1928 they had very little to no recording equipment at that time that was like commercialized whatsoever so for me picking a compilation was acceptable in this specific case.
3: Well I would say that I don't have any beef with a compilation as long as it's not uh a These are all their top 10 hits that are already guaranteed to be executed. Alright, then with James' explanation,
1: I... I... I Repeal my accusation of saying this doesn't count. Okay, thank you. Thank you, you James. Thank you for explaining. Oh, what, my my explanation wasn't good enough for you? No, because James, in a text that we had gotten... Like, he had brought up the thing beforehand that I thought, well, we'd always done that, that we never pick, like, a greatest hits, but for distinguishing the difference between a compilation... And a greatest hits. Very different. Yeah, that's a very. I think it's a very important. thing. Yes. So well, thank you for whatever the that out reason.
0: There. Uh, yeah, it'll count because, this is. I mean, it, you got to look like no this guy. Back now. This guy had a huge career over a long period of time. Uh, not a huge career commercially, but, uh, he played for a long time and played was his whole life. Barely right? ever recognized for it. Um, I mean, he started playing guitar when he was like nine years old. Uh, and I mean, some of the stuff he recorded in '28, the recordings are super rough sounding. I mean, they oh, barely yeah. they're barely audible. Like, but it's cool that they actually got recordings because, like other people, like Robert Johnson, there's I mean, there's very little compared to what Robert Johnson did in in his career. Like, there's very little to go back on. It's like an and album's worth. There's like one like album's worth of stuff, maybe. and I mean, he's arguably one of the biggest, most important blues artists ever. But so it's cool. Who? Bottom line is. They it's cool they captured this stuff, Um, but yeah I mean this as far as albums go whatever but um, all right just quick stuff Uh, Mississippi John Hurt was born John Smith Hurt Uh, he was a uh, now it's time considered Wikipedia section of the podcast hey you know Wikipedia for the basic information I I'm just gonna read it off real quick because I want to talk about the music of it Mm -hmm. Uh, but you got to know the facts come on listeners need to know something so anyway. Uh, born in 1892, so, I mean, old the, dude, the yeah. dude was, uh... <laughs> OG! Dude was an, an OG, head. for he's sure. He's been around. But, uh, I guess, I mean, as Wikipedia and other sources identify him, he's an American country blues singer, um, but I think he's also categorized within the folk and country delta blues,
3: I mean... You hear, p- the, you hear p- people p- use blues. the terms folk blues and country blues...
1: Which I want to talk about after we get through this explanation, because I had some questions. He was born
0: in Mississippi, so fitting name, right? Uh, He was born, raised in a place called Avalon, Mississippi. He has a song called Avalon. Oh my god, it Um, makes sense. But yeah, I mean, the dude was like straight up a sharecropper. I mean, he he worked the fields, he worked the crops. I mean, yeah, he was... He basically picked up a guitar that was sitting around somewhere that his neighbor had or somebody had and like he started plucking away I actually mean,
3: there's like an interesting story about
0: that yeah not not commercially taught um i mean he was like i said ne- pretty much never commercially recognized during like the peak of his uh not career but the peak of his life like he wasn't um really recognized at all i mean he had a couple recordings like way back that were like fa- complete failures that like the record label that wouldn't even keep him on or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, James, did you have? Did you say you had a story about the?
1: Yeah, but I think we should hear it first. Okay.
0: Yeah. So let's play a clip. This one's called
1: entered. "Here Comes That Train a coming Blues."
0: <laughs> Wrong. Um, but yeah, let's see. No, it's I think I want to play. Camp meeting tonight on the old campground. I
1: love that song. I
0: think I want to play uh, Stackoley. So I'll start this one from the top, I guess.
4: Police, officer,
2: how can it be? You can rest everybody, but cruelly, staggerly. That bad man, old oh, Chris Dagley. I'm glad you chose one of the Audible
1: songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let
0: me play the one that uh, you can't he, hear for yeah, the first time. He
1: originated uh, Lo-Fi. Some oh, like yeah. One, one of the ones for so, so, but low. Okay,
3: so his playing is very low key, right? Yep. And it's very delicate. His finger picking is beautiful. All this, but I there's a he appeared on the Pete Seeger had a TV show called Rainbow Quest in the '60s. That was basically like a folk music interview type Rainbow show. Rainbow Quest. On. And they would yeah weird name. That sounds gay. And they would <laughs> keep trade, mind, uh, trade <laughs> like stories it. and like the it. type it. songs. And he had Mississippi John Hurt on. And he tells a story about growing up. I don't know if it was like somebody boarding at his family's house or like a relative or something, but somebody had a guitar. Yeah, there was like
0: a guitar sitting around on the porch. But that
3: no, but that he wasn't allowed to play. Yeah, yeah. So he at had night to sneak it. he would sneak it, <laughs> forbidden, fruit. and try to play without waking anybody up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he ah, plays. that's why he plays. That is good with such you know, delicate some Ah, uh, See, I didn't pick his up on that part picking. of that story. Of the, he wasn't trying to wake yeah, up his mom yeah. and catch a whooping there you for go. playing someone else's guitar. There you go. And then yeah. eventually somebody gave him one or something, you know. Yeah. But
0: I think it's good. I think it's, we also should keep in mind, like th- he died in 1966. So like the resurgence he had in the 60s right was like died. literally right at the end of his life. I mean, how shitty is that to be like finally recognized and then you die? But I yeah, mean, but he was 74. Like he <laughs> lived a pretty. There's tough something life.
3: about him that is so peaceful, mm-hmm. and I just I just get the sense that he didn't. Almost too peaceful sometimes. It's uh, I mean, he, he. I feel like he died satisfied
1: man. Well, I think oh, no, they I, even I, said like no, he didn't think... want to leave home when he was like younger or whatever. Yeah. Like didn't want to tour. He didn't want to be far away from home. And yeah. then, my fun story is that the guy who found him, who was just like a guy who studied music, uh, was a man named Dick Spotswood, <laughs> which is really good. But found him. And listened to the song Avalon Blues or whatever, looked up where Avalon was and just started wandering around was like, hey, you know where this dude is? And he had to go find his cabin in the middle of the woods There you go. or whatever to get him to come play for him. And they tried to record all his stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I said he had the most fascinating story out of anything going on this weekend. It was definitely the best guitar playing yeah. uh, out of all the picks. This week, like, it was very impressive and fun. So
0: let's talk about the guitar playing. So one thing that I like about this specific style of blues is, which I would, again, call, like, more of the folk blues. So what, can you tell
2: me what makes this a country album? That's what I was going to ask. we'll we'll get into that. number one.
0: Like, what, because obviously
2: it has to be from his cultural background because this is, like, musically it's very blues folk. Okay, I see. So
0: I want to talk about the guitar, and then we just have to jump right into why this is or isn't country. I see.
2: Because What's country the distinction
3: blues? no, because the distinction between country and blues is based on racial segregation. Musically, as far as theory goes, they're the same thing. Right. They're using one four five chord structure. Some blues tends to be a little bit more minor, but at its inception, everybody in America in the South are playing the same songs, the same kinds of songs. I mean, One field, field into... songs
0: is what this is what field songs came from and what field songs are like, and that's what the basis of country was made from, like okay. the field traditional field songs, blues songs, and I mean God, even blues. Is here. Blues is a term created from a commercial. Like I mean, they, these guys didn't say, "Oh, we're blues singers." Like no.
2: I just I want you to know that I'm always gonna question you on these type of things after the the debacle that was the Guitar Album Week. Okay. When sure. you gave me. Hell for picking an album that you didn't deem as a guitar album, and your oh. album was just one person playing
1: guitar.
0: Well, as James an the outsider Joe, coming Joe in has the pointed ass- out, yeah, let's not 19. revisit the yeah. Joe Pass. Yeah. As James, the Joe Pass, James, <laughs> listen to the today. Joe Pass episode on mixcloud.com. Oh it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. So it's as hilarious. James, an outsider coming in, has uh, you know imparted on us that's not a word
1: yes it is the imparted wisdom you're good okay Thank yeah. you, imparted
0: James. sorry I'm, I'm gonna make up some words probably at some point but rumpus frumpus that, that's okay uh, as James has told us that we probably shouldn't dwell too much on these episodes that have thematic things and argue about if it meets the theme as much like let's just mm-hmm. fucking talk about the music But I agree. Anyways, um, so yes, I do think it is a country album. I think it is also a blues album, also a folk album. And that is one of the reasons I picked Mississippi John Hurt is that I think it checks all those boxes really well. And I think that as a blues player, he fits more into the folk uh, side of it because the way he writes the blues, the way he plays these songs, like James said, it's a little more gentle. It's a little more like it's one dude and a guitar and his voice, and I think that is traditionally more of, like, what you'd think of when you think of folk. Um, But, again, he's not, like, strictly playing 12-bar blues. He's not playing... The one four five in the 12 bar blues format like these songs are written yeah. in a very different way It's more folk than blues honestly most of the songs to me, yeah. but again like blues folk and country They all yeah, like all... rely on this like one four five structure in the um, 20s it was
2: like all the musical gumbo. That's what I'm saying and, and the
0: other thing too is that this this style of guitar playing is one of the factors in what made the country bass sound uh, a thing like playing the the root and then the mm. fifth the boom, 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 that style, that comes from this style of guitar picking, which is like what James was saying, like Piedmont guitar, Piedmont blues. because well, um, So
3: that distinction would be so... Because despite being from Mississippi, he does not play Mississippi Delta blues. Correct. Which is, would be the very Atlanta. raw... Right. Uh, you know, you're thinking um, Sunhouse, Robert lot, Johnson, these guys are really yeah. emotionally... Yeah. It's, you know, it's a lot more retching, whereas yeah. like the Piedmont style is really more... Uh, typical in like Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, sort of along the eastern seaboard yep. kind of area, and uh, or like a, the good example of that would be like the Blind Willie McTell stuff, where it's mm-hmm. more finger picking. It's a little more refined, maybe would be a word you could use. Yeah, the
0: songwriting I feel like is a little more complex or a little. It doesn't diff- have yeah more it, differentiation. It, it, it strays more. Yeah, more differentiation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean the the finger picking finger picking style that he uses like. You can hear that he's playing kind of all. He's like capturing all three things. He's playing a melody, a harmony, and a bass line all within his finger picking on one guitar, which is again probably why Jake said it's the best guitar pi- or guitar playing of the week. But I think too, like that's this guitar playing is what really influenced like that country style band to then expand upon that and assign instruments different pieces of that to then build and expand and amplify that sound. Um, so again, like that goes back to the roots of country or blues or whatever. but um, I just like his songwriting. I think the subject matter he's talking about is interesting. Does he write these songs? Uh, I mean most a bit of, them. of both I think. yeah he he wrote most of these. there's definitely like, it's hard in this era because like a lot of these might have even been traditionals that we don't really know were traditionals um, and, or he's
3: putting his different spin out there's, yeah, like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stagger
0: lee stack o lee stagger lee like there's all these there's his take and, on
3: john henry on john henry yeah. yeah that's another one
0: i mean like spike driver blues like it's all this different stuff,
3: like, than any other version of that that i've heard
0: right and even like the chord structures like that he might've taken the structure from Avalon blues from a different song and then put his own, his lyrics, own lyrics over lyrics, it or yeah. whatever. But yeah, like that's kind of part of the whole style. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think th- to me, what, what this boils down to when I listen to this, like James said, it's peaceful. It's really easy to listen to. Yes. It can blend together a bit. Um, some of these songs do have care. similarities, the songs but like, are short. but I don't, yeah, I don't even care. Like I just, I can like put the whole thing on, just listen through it. And I think, I don't know I mean most of the songs to me they're not super depressing and sad that you'd hear from like traditional like delta blues like James said they're not or even melancholy is a big country theme too and there there is is a bit of melancholy
3: in this I think definitely for sure I mean there's
0: definitely like elements to it that are fucked up and kind of gnarly and sad he's also adorable
3: as an old man I love
2: his voice little old man see I didn't think this was as an album that easy to listen to because of how disparate the recording quality was. It really, like, kind of made me, like, do head turns, because it'd be like, oh, here's, like, a fairly well-produced song that's really nice. And And then all of a sudden it's, like, a mic mic that was 50 feet away, made from, like, two pieces of tin or something... (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell is even happening? Yeah. So, so that part well, really threw me. And I was just like, I it, definitely, it made it
0: weird to listen to as an album. I definitely picked one that Spotify had that was more of the audible ones. I mean, there's even worse quality recordings out there from him. Mm. But um, I agree. I mean, yeah, that makes it, that can make it tough. But like I said in the beginning, I'm just glad that they got it down on record at some form because yeah. like some of this stuff. It goes into history and you don't, yeah. you don't and it. Just, it, it, it it's you know? like
3: the, the same thing with the Everly Brothers record where it really takes you there. Yeah. Oh, I was
1: sure. going to say yeah. uh, Country Jake says that this album has a true essence of the country that Country Jake <laughs> can get behind. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and going on what you said that you're glad that they got it down. I mean the dude Dick Spotswood who found him or whatever like wanted him to come to D.C. and got the... Uh, Library of Congress To record all his shit Or whatever um, Right They're the people That recorded a lot of it Because what you're we saying The first thing I guess like his first Recording thing For the stuff that This guy found But he didn't get big Because they didn't sell well Is he won some Kind of contest and he went and recorded a couple singles or whatever, and he wanted to keep recording, but they weren't selling, so that record company told him no. Yeah, yeah. Because originally, like, from the 20s, he was putting out singles on fucking 78s. Yeah, 78s, yeah. Um, and it's, just,
3: it's funny, because it's so hard to imagine him playing at even a party.
1: But that's what he, no, no, he, he it tried
3: not make dancing yeah. No,
0: it wasn't him winning a contest. It was his friend won a contest and, like, basically featured him. His friend won a fiddle contest in twenty eight and then featured him as like, Oh, I know this dude who's like a really good guitar player, we should play together and then they I guess, yeah, commercially it,
1: it tanked, so. Um, side note, I love the the songs that have the the little bits of banter or whatever, of him talking that. about his oh, yeah. his experience the in beginning. the studio when he went yeah. out there and stuff like that. There's one three block track, where is it? Um Blessed Be the Name of the Lord, uh, Camp Meeting, Oh yeah, and then the... Spike Drive. Spike Drive, yeah. Those yeah. three, those are my favorite, and just getting them one after the other. Some of them are really funny. Like, what's the song called? Dirty Business. He's That's talking my about favorite like, his song. business yeah. With, yeah. His, with his lady or whatever. And and that, could, that could easily go
3: just, like, in a weird way, because, like, Hank Williams, Mind Your Business, is, like, is like is kind of like, Loki, like, don't tell me to, like, not be abusive towards my wife. Right. That Like, song? if you read into the lyrics, but this one's, like... It's just she's being mean to me. When it's I first heard business. that song <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: When I yeah. first heard that song I did sort of a double take because it's literally the exact same chord progression and almost identical finger picking to that Elliot Smith song, whatever folk song in C, which likely was just uh, based around. on that yeah. song yeah. or at least another version of this song, but it's like identical to that song. Huh. Yeah, and he, I really he is, like he that, is that, the that song. uh
3: Elliot Smith of of, of the Mississippi, Mississippi Delta. Yeah, Delta. Yeah, there, there you go. go. I like that. I like I that and but that, the so. thing is, he's probably not even from the Delta. He's probably from the hills or. It's yeah, not I'm really, not sure that's not really a forested is. area. Yeah. Yeah. I think a- if you look at it on the map, it's probably. They found far him from, in a cabin. Yeah. Pretty I, far yeah.
2: from the water.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I liked it. I, I almost felt like listening to it sometimes I almost appreciated more like the historical, interesting like aspect to it of like the recordings and. I think that's what made that, it a really interesting pick. Yeah, but like. As far as listening goes, because of, like, how different some of the songs were, it was, like, a little bit hard for me to listen to, like, all the way through multiple times. Yeah. But the songs that I did like off it I thought were really, really nice. Wow, Avalon, Mississippi
3: is still unincorporated. So just <laughs> wow. you know.
0: I mean, basically, it's a town
3: commemorating Mississippi John Hurt at this point. It and I saw it, I saw a thing words. online where his childhood home is still there, and his granddaughter yeah, the, the shotgun house? has turned it into a museum of yeah. some kind, yeah.
0: It's called the Shotgun House, apparently.
3: I'll say this is easily my favorite of the four.
1: Um, we'll really get like to that. Favorite. Don't jump the, the gun <laughs> there. Whoa, we're much there. We're pretty yeah, we're much say, there. After I said, well, I'd like to say uh, on the Country Jake <laughs> ratings. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, uh, oh, yeah I gave scale. Mississippi John Hurt four bales of hay, All right. two All right. pouches of Red Man chewing tobacco, right. two John Deere E120 twin gas hydrostatic. Mower tractors. I oh, don't know. I'm still holding um, out
2: hope that James is going to vote for me.
1: Well, <laughs> don't hold your breath. Hold out hope, but Wait, keep did he did so. Did he
0: get any grits or sweet tea, or is that too? old No, that was too old to, for that No, that shit. was to
1: further emphasize that Grady got zero of more things. Than oh, like a positive <laughs> I That's positive reinforcement. That was to add insult. Yeah. You exactly. can
0: only get your grits and tea taken away from you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can't, you can't
3: get, can't get be I that. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Good thing grits suck. Nothing's handed
1: to you in this tough country <laughs> especially grits and sweet tea <laughs> all right now okay now uh, we, we can vote? Vo- now we can vote before we go into our singles for all the right week.
0: so james votes first
1: yeah, right he went first so. so
2: okay so just to be clear james is voting my on vote ours, doesn't my but, vote or, doesn't really count but we can't it. vote on james's because then that will
1: that no will we make, could and then it would just well, be but, like a i don't know like i think yeah but looks,
3: then but then it's an e- you have an even number I yeah. think that throws the voting. I think I think, that's, guessed, I think that's a good I think, idea. I
0: think when we have guests, their votes should count, but we should be able to vote for theirs. And if it's a okay. tiebreaker, it goes. And to... that just means they
1: super kicked ass. Like, well, no, we got to
0: figure out what to do if it's a if it's a tie. If it's a tie yeah. To, okay. I think if it's a tie, it shouldn't go to the guests. But
1: I think if I'm not a recurring guest, the
3: points don't. Yeah. The points don't matter. Yeah. I, I love figuring this out in the yeah, middle. Of the <laughs> I think that's important.
1: Uh, hey, that's part of the process. All right, process. James.
2: Yeah. Well, I picked. Let's I picked Tyler's record. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I also picked Tyler's record. All right. right. Okay, so that one wins. Yeah, but no, what's your, what's pick your like? vote? I- I'm just gonna pick Jake's just because I enjoyed listening to it the most. Okay.
3: Well, that's a good okay. reason. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. almost cool. like purely from. It's almost like that's mean? the only thing you should pick it based not on. Necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily uh, not spite or some weird Machiavellian. <laughs> well, no, I podcast don't know what you're about.
1: Tyler and I have never voted for Grady out of spite, not wanting <laughs> <laughs> to vote for each other. Wait, what, I about, <laughs> what
2: about my choice? I mean, those right. two are constantly. No, I know not that's Not picking why each other. That. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. Why do you think I win so James much? James
1: is a listener, and he knows. Yeah. He knows. I, I win I'm so much as the listener.
2: They get off. They start yelling at each other, and then they're like, "Well, I'm not voting for you. I'm voting for Grady." And then, yeah, "I'm voting for Grady too," and uh, I well, win. I, well, we I created this. I
0: pick James's record if anyone cares. Okay. Know. Okay. So, so think, yeah. So I, mean, so I
2: mean, that's pretty much how I figured it would go.
0: Well, yeah, but okay. Yeah. No,
2: I I actually. I, like when I was driving back from work, I was thinking what anyone, would, what everyone was gonna pick, and I figured that James would definitely pick
3: Tyler's, and I wasn't sure if Jake would either pick James's or Tyler's, but I figured he would pick yours. And I just, want, I need to get on my soapbox again and say it again: the country versus blues distinction is mostly based in racism. In-
0: yeah. Lovely.
3: For sure. And so we're here at the that, What's Your Record podcast. So you not saying tolerate that racism. White people called their music country, country. and then and they called, and, 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 called and, and black people music and they developed blues, a million a million dollar and billion dollar industry, industry around yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Whereas blues well, is mean, relegated Yeah, no, and I, and I, I totally understand.
1: Ripped that. off I mean, the like, people who
3: made blues
2: music.
0: Like I said, like even blues like who who's the first person to coin blues? Like I I was mainly like
2: asking because about yours because you were talking about like how it's more rooted in in cultural aspects and and time periods and stuff. So I was g- genuinely curious, yeah, 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 like what made that a country one. I would yeah. say, but also I album. think it's important that yeah. we said co-
3: we said country folk. Yeah, yeah we did. I that. think if it had been strictly country, I'd say you have a little harder sell. Yeah, I, I mean, would have I, allowed it, but I think it's still it's a bit of a stretch. I, I yeah. personally took this this week as like
2: things a relating to country and folk music, like yeah. not like. It has to be a strict, what you would call country album yeah. or whatever. Anyway,
0: I think right. that was pretty good. All right, here. well, so does that mean I win?
2: I'm wow.
1: for, I'm, yeah, the, I'm for that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I was pulling for it you. Yeah. It's been a while for it's you. It's been a second, long time. Second win. Yeah. second win. Second win. So, win so we we you each have two, have two now. Hey, <laughs> there's I the one up. that's going to court for episode <laughs> <laughs> 15, the <laughs> yeah, appeals yeah, episode sure. where Grady votes for the Smiths like he should have. Take it to people's um, court. And <laughs> dun dun dun. Have Judge Judy get on that. All right. uh... we have some new singles. Yeah, real quick. So the singles. Rapid fire round. Uh,
0: da, 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 We're doing pretty good on time. Well, I'll, I'll yeah. go first because I my single is first on the playlist. How about that? Okay, how about okay. that? Go so, I picked Milky Way by Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Um this is not my favorite single I've heard in the past two three weeks but i thought it was a pretty good one it's um, important it's important too like you have a new album coming yes I, yeah with crazy with horse. crazy horse that's which cool. is that's why it's important yeah it's so um this single i actually really like it i mean i thought the six minute mark would be like a little long for me i mean some of the neil young stuff like it can especially when crazy horse is involved like they can jam out and it can get pretty long there's a people love it some people, it. Some people album, hate it yeah. i can go either way depending on the song but This song I liked just because I think it's kind of like back to their a little bit more classic sound. Classic Neil. Classic Neil, it's got a really good guitar tone. Like the the main guitar track of the the song is really,
1: really good. Um, I said the tone was classic or whatever. Like it sounds just like like a hurricane. That distortion with the right amount of reverb (laughs) and like the really like stunted solo playing. The only thing that I thought was sad about it, it's like, he sounds old. And yeah, he is well, he is yeah. old. Yeah, but he doesn't sound as old as Dylan. Man. No, 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 no. Yeah. And it's and it's le- the vocal delivery is like a little a little clunky. Uh, but other than that, it's just like they left their amps on the same settings from whenever the last time they made an album, and it, it just it sounds like classic Crazy Horse. I'm I'm yeah. stoked on it. I
2: mean, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge, like, I don't know that much about New York. I saw I you listen to Sex
1: on a Beach though. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, on the beach. That's what yeah. it's called. Right? On, yeah. on the beach, sex on the beach. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've been listening to on the beach. Uh, I dig it, but get a sex I, yeah, I on the beach. I don't know that much Neil Young, but oh, I, I like the song. I I feel like, uh, old Neil Young has sort of progressed in a similar way to like how David Bowie was going in his later years. Like the way his voice has kind of changed, mm-hmm. um, and his style a little bit. It just reminded me more of like. Yeah. Late stage. Like Bowie. it's still not good. A bad like it's still of, good. Yeah, yeah. It's but just, it's just
0: not it's not the same delivery. H- right. Yeah. It's, it's a every, different delivery. Everybody's voice yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different yeah. delivery. Different yeah, delivery, but not bad. bad. Not yeah, like no, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this yeah. is bad.
2: Like honestly, like listening to current Dylan sometimes you're just like this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard.
0: It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. But
2: anyway, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a, a, a good song. Okay. Drake pretty good song.
1: Uh I picked a new single. I don't know if he's got an album coming out by Twin Shadow. song's called Crushed. Um Not my favorite Twin Shadow song, but it was a welcome return after the two piece of shit albums that he's put out. Because I used to fucking love Twin Shadow. And I put Confess in my top 50 albums of the decade list that I'm making for Merry-Go-Round magazine or whatever. But um, Eclipse and whatever the last one was are just bullshit and i've always wanted him to go back to playing guitar which he's not really doing on this one it's still like it's a, like a slow burner like lo-fi electronic sad. one but it's sad which i need my sad george lewis mm-hmm. back yeah. Someone obviously so, broke his heart again, uh, but I dig it, and, <laughs> and maybe I'll listen back. to the album. So yeah, I, I'm, I glad, <laughs> I'm glad you
2: picked the single, because I was going to ask if you had listened to it, because yeah. I saw that he released I was hesitant, because I was just like, I'm, I'm kind of done it, with I, you, dude. I, like, I, I liked, liked it. it. Yeah, like, I pretty much share most of the same thoughts you had. Not my favorite Twin Shadow song. I think it would have been a much better song if he ditched the like weird horn thing that was like, dun-dun, dun-dun, like less of that hook and more of the guitar part Mm -hmm. because the only there's only guitar for like 30 seconds not enough six minute song or whatever and i was like yeah the whole song should have had that on it and it would have been better but overall yeah not bad i like his you know this version of twin shadow a lot more than that really bombastic garbage like arena rock shit that he pumped out for like two years
1: welcome back george lewis (laughs) so that
2: was yeah so better than that an improvement okay
1: grady what'd
2: uh i picked i well I, I was gonna pick a frankie cosmo song because i've been listening to their new album uh i've been really enjoying it but i decided to change it because reasons to um to galapagos by lower dens so lower dens is a band that uh, they kind of started out doing like indie crot rock i guess like Rot? crot. Like kraut, kraut? kraut yeah, there sorry you go. kraut Krautrock? I I don't know. I've Krautrock. never had to say that word aloud. I don't think. Sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway, uh, Krautrock. <laughs> Krautrock. Thank rock. you, James. They sort of started doing that, and now they're more uh, like indie rock, dream pop, but like with a more of an '80s like uh, New Order vibe
1: to them. This was upbeat and poppy for them. They used yeah. To be they're way more, more poppy.
2: Gothy. More gothy. Um, now they're more poppy. Uh, this album seems to be about uh, lead singer Jonna Hunter. More about his, you know, personal background. He recently, like, fully came out as, as transgender, so I think the album is going to touch on those topics a lot. And kind of our current political, you know, shit fest that's happening. <laughs> hey, um, hey, And how his, a lot of his family, it, like, he's from, like, very big family of, like, Trump supporters and stuff. So kind of dealing with that in terms of his own... Identification and, and sexuality and whatnot. So, I, I'm interested to see. I think that one of the things their last album was lacking was good production, and they've really upped the production value for this new
1: singles. So, yeah, I checked out on them for a while because I saw them live maybe like two album cycles ago and they were really fun, mm-hmm. but then I just like lost base. So, this is cool to see their name again. And, uh, yeah, like I said, definitely more upbeat than, yeah. uh, than anything they've done when I was listening to them. So, I was so, down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah,
0: I like this. I like this pick as well. I thought it was cool.
3: I didn't know we were supposed to listen to the singles. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you hated them was like no comment. No, no.
0: Uh <laughs> James, what would you pick?
3: Uh, uh yeah, so and it, I wasn't even actually even going to do this, but then I just happened to uh, find out that a band I like had put out a single this week the other day. Uh and uh some new songs a pair of songs by the band Radio Activity from denton texas who share members with the Mark. country
1: jake approves who share <laughs> me members with this. the marked
3: men um and a few other kind of power pop uh melodic kind of punk bands they're like power punk pop dude i like this a lot his singing his singing sounds a lot like uh, matt from audacity to me mm. you know um, this, you know this and these songs are of? all right but nothing nowhere near as good as the first lp which is like stellar to me but i, I like i like it. i'll have to Fun listen little you know, i like erase a lot pop rocks that lead hook on erased was yeah, I, yeah, I was like the, the, intro, the intro yeah, yeah I, I was I lucky enough it. to just catch them at a show that some friends were playing and it was just like blown away and had to go listen to the record yeah yeah i like erased more than i like fear Yeah, Yeah, me too, me too. But they're both good. But go listen to, go check out the self-titled. Yeah, I gotta check out the, yeah, yellow cover. It's amazing.
0: So I feel like, are these guys relatively new? No, they're old. Okay, they've been around. So I feel like a lot of new bands like try to emulate this style of kind of like, it's like, I guess you'd call it power punk, maybe, or like. To me, it felt more like punk rock with like a power pop, power pop influence. Too yeah, that's the same. Yeah, whatever. Potato potato, but yeah, like, yeah. so for me, like a band that tries to emulate this is like Cloud Nothings. Yeah, it's sure. not. Like, Cloud Nothing vibes. Or it's like it. the singing is like harsh and like. But Cloud but Nothings is like not,
2: emo influence, don't they? Yeah, Drake? well,
0: I mean, obviously, but like it, the singing's like harsh, but it's not screaming. There's a there's a there's, sweetness There's yeah, there's a sweet activity. melodicness to the singing, and then like the like guitars the are like distorted, but not as distorted and as like fucked up and like crazy as you'd normally have. No, it's like it's like crunchy,
2: but it's not to kind of like blow your ears apart yeah yeah
0: and it's like the recording quality is a little more like toned down a little, a little bit but yeah anyway i liked it
1: that's good all right well that about wraps her up here at the penna ranch for episode 11 of what's your record uh i'd like to thank our sponsors red man chewing tobacco and of course crosley We need more funds. We need (laughs) chairs with backs on them. (laughs) We are exclusively uploading to Mixcloud now because, as far as we know right now, we don't have a limit. All of the episodes are there. Um, And according to Tyler, who downloads the app, it's much more user-friendly. So check it out there. Mixcloud is awesome, Uh, man. I'd like to, again, say, James, thanks for... Thanks for doing I this, for being our first guest, and for being a fan of the show. And will come oh, yeah. back, uh, you
3: know, in, in enough time as it would be appropriate. So, and
0: we have to thank him in person for providing our intro-outro music for every episode. We have so, no
2: money to give James, you, but... James, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for
1: tearing my album a new asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. You did it very well. I think you got off easy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I think <laughs> I was meaner. Yeah. Um, You always are. Yeah, you were an asshole, Jake. Yeah, I I was. Hey, the Jake. I hate country, Jake. (laughs) The rating system made itself. Hey, country, Um,
0: Jake. Where'd you learn to be so country?
1: In the country. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we don't have a theme. Oh yeah, the theme next week we'll be picking letters or albums that start with the letter W, W. (laughs) The uh, title wait, of the album. Title of the album. Are you serious? No. Oh, okay. It's stupid. Oh. No, we need to reevaluate the theme and <laughs> no, genre. A, I am I am
3: firmly in the belief that that is excellent. Because then it just arbitrary. makes it up. Right? Yeah, okay. Something a little arbitrary that makes you have to work a little bit for it, but not... Not doesn't crazy. put anybody. Well, then, in box. But
2: Tyler's gonna still find a way to
3: say my album doesn't.
1: Then I will be in, picking. In,
3: in
2: yeah. No, but that's <laughs> a, you well. Debut album. That album
0: had that. two V's, not yeah. a W. <laughs> oh oh shit! I do know bands that. Duh. have two v- oh, I'll be God. picking the debut that album be, from Wanda Sykes. That would just be trolling you. Um, that would be really trolling. I would love. Yeah. It. Cool. Yeah. Oh so God. that would be oh, funny. Words. I would.
3: I would support. All right. So what's the Wait, but doesn't Tyler pick the theme? Oh, uh, uh, we'll, we'll do we'll it off it air. we that off air. Right, we're right. we're
1: dropping the ball on this, but we're uh, no theme. Yeah, so no plans. I have notes. a whole
3: list of themes, also. I'll send yeah, you guys. Yeah, all right. And send us, us. I love the brainstorming, brainstorming those themes. themes. Send
1: us the Google Doc. Google <laughs> Doc. Yeah, we'll join. You'll join the official Google is group now chat. our sponsor as well. Slack Google it. Google <laughs> sponsored. Uh, Jimmy Dean, get back at us. We'd really like to have you aboard the What's Your Record team. All right, yeah. yep. That about does it. Follow us on Mixcloud and Instagram, and we'll put the playlist up so you can listen to it before this shit goes out. And uh, this is Country Jake saying, "See you later, partner." play us out. <laughs> Don't like some Play us out. What is that? <laughs> Hit it.